Welcome to RNGG, a randomly generated game design podcast. I am Cassidy, and my pronouns are she and they. And I'm Crash, my pronouns are they, them. Um, we're back. This time it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have anything to say. Yeah. I, I don't really either. Um... Hi, Future Cassidy here to say that this is false. Somehow we managed to forget that friend of the show Tanner had commissioned some art of Mr. Underworldwide. You know, from that fake game we made up. Anyways, I just wanted to say on the show, thanks Tanner and thanks you. Oh, I should have pulled this up beforehand so I knew who the artist was. Gonna stall for time while I'm saying these things out loud. Okay, thank you, Twitter user, at Sharpo. Anyways, back to the show. Just stay safe, y'all, with the upcoming inauguration. Things are going to be a little bit crazy, probably. Oh, and um, don't let people get away with saying that $1,400 is fine. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, saying 1400 plus 600 equals 2000 so stop complaining about the money that, like, the stimulus checks is bullshit. <laughs> but you know what it doesn't equal? It doesn't equal 20000 which is what we're owed. Mm-hmm. It's true. Anyways. <laughs> Alright, um, I'm gonna set up the timer. Um, you said you had an idea, right? I'm excited. Oh, should we do bonus objectives? Yes. Okay. I, I, I had one, I kind of felt like, uh, I feel like mine is something that kind of goes without saying, but mm-hmm. I will go ahead and say it. Um, I am adding the bonus objective of nonviolent to this game. All right. I have a bonus objective also that I want to add to the list. So okay. I'm going to use it today, which is two screen experience. Ah, for the Nintendo DS. Or and... for like a smartphone app and also your regular game. Mm-hmm. Make sure that didn't break anything. Okay, we're good. All right. So, I have my 45-minute timer set, and go. Alright. Are you familiar with the game called Moon? Uh, very, very vaguely. Same same with me. What what I know about Moon mostly is it's a, uh, a game where kind of on the opposite side of an RPG, you're kind of examining the lives of, like what would just be like background characters in a role-playing game and kind of getting to know like their lives and their like daily routines and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. What I know about moon is the mechanics of it, which is that you have a stamina meter and you can only go so far with your stamina meter and it slowly grows over time. Hmm. I didn't, I didn't know about that, but I think I mostly know, knew about like, the, the setting stuff, which I found like very interesting the first time I heard about it. At least I'm pretty sure Moon is the one that I'm thinking of. I, I'm sure it is. Like I, I remember people talking about it and saying like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." So I actually haven't been able to get to this part because I can't go that far without like passing out or whatever. Hmm. Yeah. So I think what I'm I'm kind of envisioning is it's essential. Like this game would be. Like, similar to Moon in that you're examining, like, a town's, um, 
like day-to-day lives as kind of this like air quotes like peacekeeper or whatever but it's not necessarily about like you know like running around and being a cop but mostly just like uh like learning how this like idyllic utopia exists without like essentially like police or things like that oh i should i should say that the 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 prompt this week is alien law we never said that (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) oops but yeah, I, I'm I'm thinking it's essentially like a story about like how these aliens like exist without the need for like law enforcement and just like how people like maybe they have like one person that kind of like keeps the peace, but like largely it's you know learning about how these aliens have just like moved past the need for cops. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like this idea. Let me plus it up a little bit. Yes, please. Um, instead of being like a, a peacekeeper type, what if you are like a robotic uh, drone or something? Oh, uh, I like that. Yeah. Um, something that you're like observing and the law part of this comes in by um, observing and trying to piece together like societal rules or stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, like learning lessons about the world that this society exists in. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that. But I think also, like, in, like I, I like the idea of being a drone, but I also think that, like, you still have the ability to, like, go in and, like, have conversations with people, too. Like, yeah, you're, not you're like just a little like, AI thing. Yeah, you're not just, like, an impartial observer of the society. You're, like, actively trying to, like, get to know these people and, like, learn from them in a very direct way. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is, I guess, like, is there, like, a major, like, conflict going on that, like, you're kind of, like, seeing over the course of the game? Or is it just going to be more just, like, vignettes of, like, like, let's say, you know, like, somebody, you know, maybe one of the first things is, like, you talk to a shopkeeper and the shopkeeper's, like, you know, I've been doing inventory every night, and I noticed that, like, my insert alien fruit here, like, keeps going, like, a specific quantity of it, like, keeps going missing every night, and, you know, I, you know, it's, it's not necessarily, like, you know, you need to find who the thief is, but it's more of, like, you know, somebody needs to come forward and be like, hey, you know, I'm I'm the person that's taking the apples every night and i'm using them for this and it's just more of a like okay you know that's fine it's just like let me know ahead of time so i can mark it down in my inventory maybe it's like a um maybe it's like a thing where like people ask you to do like odd jobs like this is a drone that has like little arms or something Mm -hmm. but so like in this case it would be like hey can you like keep an eye out and you know i'll go over the footage or something later Mm mm-hmm yeah, and it's like maybe maybe you you learn that like somebody else in the village is like picking up baking and they need this this particular ingredient and it their their cakes aren't or the pies aren't coming out well enough so they can't like be like oh this is what I made with the stuff I got from your store look and they're like embarrassed that it's like not coming out well. Mm-hmm. Um, also, 
Okay. I was just gonna say the the drone to me is slowly becoming what if Chibi Robo had like a helicopter head. Oh yeah, it's extremely Chibi Robo. <laughs> it's what this is. It's a Chibi Robo situation. Yeah, which is you know in the same like spirit of like Moon and Love Delete the um that developing like studio. Like I think okay, here's the story of how we make this a little bit. I'm gonna up- update the story a little bit on this drone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the drone was sent here to, like, observe and report back, but uh, upon landing, it sort of had a crash landing. Yeah. Um, so it's a little busted. Mm-hmm. Um, so its AI is just sort of trying to piece together what's going on. It doesn't know mm-hmm. that it's supposed to be reporting back any of this information anywhere, so there's no worry about this getting out. It's Now Now it's just a little helpful friend. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just trying to, like, you're trying to find your place in this town and also just trying to learn about your neighbors and, like, who they are, how, you know, what do they like, how do they interact with the other people in the town, you know, are they, you know, and then also, like, kind of, like, learning the rules of this society along the way as kind of, like, a byproduct of getting to know everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so in games like Chibi Robo, there's like a, a small thing that you can do constantly like, throughout. Like it's like the uh, the framing of why you would end up going to different places is like, for example, in Chibi Robo, it's you're going around cleaning. Mm-hmm. Um, what's like the small action that you can do between going from scene to scene? Like part of me wants to do the thing kind of like... Um... What is it? I think it was in like Metroid Prime, the the GameCube game, where you could like take a few seconds and like scan a lot of stuff and like learn about and like you get like data logs from just like scanning different objects throughout the world. I definitely I don't think know. you'd be able to do that, but I don't know if that's enough. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I also I agree because it's also like um, I feel like the, the 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 nice thing about like cleaning in Chibi Robo is it doesn't really interrupt the gameplay it's just like a kind of fun busy work to do in the world maybe you're like a little like a little postman Mm. so anytime you see a mailbox you can just slap some letters in it yeah maybe that's like maybe the person who usually has that responsibility in a town like literally oh gosh is this like a is this like a Wizard of Oz situation where like your crash landing injured the post person and they're like, no, it's hey. violent. Oh, true. <laughs> true. It can't even have the, uh, the implication of violence. Thank you. No, so I, maybe... I think it's like, um, I think it's like a, oh, I just need an extra helping hand. Yeah. Or, or like, you know, maybe the, that person's getting older, they're injured or they're like sick mm-hmm. and they, yeah, they just need like an extra pair of, Robotic hands and your telescoping arms are perfect for like reaching into the male receptacles and since you have like a propeller on your head because you're a drone like you're perfect for this mm-hmm. you have a storage thing for uh, keeping samples in might mm. as well use it for mail yeah and now it's just full of letters mm-hmm. <laughs> um i think the second screen experience that you could have here is like a it's like a it's like a database journal thing mm-hmm yeah, it probably has, like, um, like one of the tabs you can switch it to is probably, like, a map. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I love I love two-screen experiences where the bottom screen is a map. I don't know why. It just, like, it feels very comforting to me. 
I, I like the idea of it being like, okay, here's a paper map that we've given you for like the area. And mm-hmm. as you explore, the paper map gets replaced with like a regular style mini map that has like the icons and stuff on it. Yeah. Because yeah, like, oh, if... you've been there. Now you know what it's there. Mm-hmm. And also like it also helps you chart like people's routines too. Because you, I'm, I'm guessing this probably has like, I, 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 I imagine this probably has like, um, Chibi Robo does where it has like kind of like day mode and night mode of a lot of the maps. Mm-hmm. So like as as you go through certain like day night cycles, the map also begins to update. Like okay, well I saw you know the the shopkeeper here during the day because he likes to take long lunches away from the store and things like that. Mm-hmm. What are some of the other town folk? that you can interact with so we got like a post keeper and we got like a kind of general goods store person like a shopkeeper Mm -hmm. what else what else does a town need uh it needs a scientist that lives up on top of a hill with a big telescope Mm -hmm. that's Um, a classic of town i i think we have like a very friendly nurse doctor person um, but I want them to have, like, see, I don't want to do, like, a slightly sinister doctor, because I feel like that's a little bit overdone. Mm-hmm. But maybe they're just, like, a little bit, uh... Overzealous? Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, like, probably, like, a little bit too enthusiastic sometimes, and you're just like, oh gosh, what have I got myself into? Mm-hmm. Is there a mayor in this town? Or do they not have the need for, like, that sort of leadership and they just have, like, maybe a council? Yeah, I was gonna say, I think they have a council. Mm-hmm. Not even, like, a democratically elected... It's just, like, the people of importance in the town to sort of get together and discuss things on behalf of people. And any, if yeah. anyone wants to, like, suggest anything, they can just show up. Mm, yeah, it's it's a very open doors type of like uh, legislature, I guess if you could call it that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I, I like the idea. That it's not necessarily like you have like one person in the town that is like literally their whole job is to do the governing. It's more about like the people of the town just kind of like setting aside like their Friday nights or their you know Monday night to be like okay. Anything going on in the town? Anybody need anything? What's go- like? Are you doing okay? Like kind of like a check in with like the prominent members of the city. Mm-hmm. What kind of alien life are we looking at? Like, what are these people like? Um, that's a really good question. Because, like, on on one hand, I think it'd be fun if like there is like some cohesion across like everybody in the town, but I also think it would be interesting and neat if like everybody had like their own like twist to the base formula i guess you could say mm-hmm. uh, what is the base formula a lot of times when i think alien life forms i do just think of slime people mm. yeah and my so brain is like my go-to of alien <laughs> and my brain is just thinking like little gray people but like maybe not little but like you know 
for some reason I was thinking of like the exact middle ground between like um the amoebas from Powerpuff Girls and uh, Osmosis Jones. <laughs> <laughs> so like they don't have feet but they have arms and a head. Mm-hmm. That could be interesting. I feel like I feel like you could get a lot of really cute like GameCube slash like 3DS era animations out of like that base model mm-hmm. plus like you can get a little wild with it because they can just have like hair that's made out of goop and mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah yeah the the um the shopkeeper is like has a tummy it's got a little bit of a belly mm-hmm. maybe a slime mustache who knows looks well, like a slime version of guy fieri mm-hmm <laughs> The, uh, the 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 nice but a little bit over over enthusiastic doctor is like tall and spindly has one eyeball mm-hmm yeah yeah like yeah I think there's like def- definitely like different numbers of eyes maybe some people even like manifest multiple like not more than just like the base like two arms mm-hmm um what kind of animals are there I think there's, like, I want, like, something that they've domesticated as far as, like, agriculture goes. And mm-hmm. then also, like, something that they've domesticated for companionship. So you could have, like, an alien dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I like, I'm thinking about manatees again. I like the idea of, like, a manatee that doesn't live in the water. It just sort of hovers above the ground. Mm-hmm. And it's just a cow, basic. It's just a cow, but it hovers and doesn't have feet. It has yeah, no yeah. It's got um, like some sort of like uh, air bladder that keeps it afloat. This is the second time I've brought up manatees, space manatees specifically as livestock, and I don't know why. <laughs> look, look, they're good, and I think it like it adds to the um. I don't know, it adds to the, like, otherworldliness of it. Just, manatees are good. Protect the I manatees. Think, Fuck whoever I think mani- carved Trump into that one manatee. Like, <sighs> you specifically can just... I, I don't know. I'm gonna K-word them. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, also, I think manatees did come from space, is the thing. Because, like, they don't have any, like, natural defense or, like, any way to, like, defend off predators. But also in their ecosystem, they don't have any predators. Mm-hmm. They just, like, exist and oh, are just, like, chill. That reminds me. One time when I went kayaking um, in, like, North Florida, mm-hmm. um, uh, there were manatees. They just hung out. Oh, they kept bumping into my kayak and I was like, please don't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hurt you. Right. Right. Also, I think the the companionship like friends, I, I, I am, I'm going back on this. I don't think they're dog like. I think they're just like not, not like grubs, but like really cute cat- caterpillars that never turn into butterflies. They just stay like like a like a worm. Oh, like a little wiggle worm. Yeah, they're just like 
chunky and friendly and they never turn into anything else and they're just like uh, a big fat football do they have snouts i don't i i was mostly thinking about like body shape i i wasn't thinking about their face mm-hmm. but I, I i don't see why not i'm asking is i'm asking this because what if it's just like a, a large weaselly version of one of those fuzzy worms on a string Oh, see, I was thinking way less fuzzy, but some of them could be fuzzy, and one of them could just be a worm on a string. Worm on a string. <laughs> but in space. Everybody loves worm on a string. Mm-hmm. So thinking back on Chibi Robo. Mm-hmm. Chibi Robo has, like... Good old Chibo. Love Chibo. What a good friend. It definitely has, like, a main story for you to complete. Mm -hmm. Like, the game, you can essentially keep playing forever because of how it's set up. But it does have, like, something to do. And, like... Because, like, you know, the the core of that game is, like, more or less helping this couple with their marriage and the imminent divorce. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also Giga Robo is there. Yeah, yeah, you have like the Giga Robo plotline and like stuff with the aliens in that game. So now I'm trying to think of like, is there a way to beat this game like there is for Chibi Robo? Like what what do you have to do to essentially essentially to see the credits? Um okay. That's interesting. Um. Hmm. All right. Here's an alternative. What if there's a credit sequence at the end of every storyline? Oh, I like that. I mean, that also gets interesting too, because then you could uh, have different collaborators to write certain storylines. And then you can just, you know, put the people who worked on, you know, the shopkeeper's quest chain and like they can get, you know, their own like set of credits. And then once you I think once you complete all the quest chains, then you get like the big finale credits that has everybody who worked on the game, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's got like watercolor paintings of different scenes from the story Mm -hmm. or what have you. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's it's a it's a matter of like you've got a journal. It's kind of like the bomber's notebook from Majora's Mask, where you've got like all these like journal entries for all the characters, and you can kind of like complete an entry for an NPC. Yeah, it's exactly like that. So I guess whenever you complete, you know, your journal, then that's essentially like where when you see the credits. All right, I have one last faction I would like to introduce. Okay, go for it. I would like if there was like a mythology built around built in this uh, society here of like, um, you know, something my brain is thinking about like Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. Of mm-hmm. the, um, I forget what they're called. The little tiny elf people. The Minish? Yeah, the Minish. Um, they have like an actual name, not just the Minish. Oh, OK. Yeah, I, it I do with not. Like a P or something. The Picori. That's what it is. Nice. Um, but like, there's that whole thing of like, um, sorry, I got a message. Um, uh, 
My brain stopped working. Okay, uh, in Minish Cap, there's like mm-hmm. they talk about like oh the Picori used to do come around and they're like all these like little inventors and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and the Picori still exist and they live in that world. It's just no one knows there. They can't mm-hmm. see them. I like the mm-hmm. idea of something similar. Okay. Um, of like something like uh like a woodland sprite like there's like a lot of fairy imagery or something like that. Okay. Uh, like fae or fairy imagery throughout like mm. town and people would be like oh yeah yeah it's about you know those like kids fairy tales that when they're fables or what have you mm. um so you see like a lot of that and like you know each one has sort of like a different meaning or whatever um but because you're a robot mm-hmm. uh you can have different lenses you can see through and like by going through like an ultraviolet lens you can see the little fairies that are real and do live in this town oh yeah yeah or in like the surrounding like environs Mm -hmm. and i think that also like maybe opens up like maybe like mid to late game kind of a thing and that kind of slowly becomes your like a, a new thing you can kind of add to your routine is like talking to the very like various like fairy folk and like seeing what they're up to and like what they think of the world Mm -hmm. it also just occurred to me before we started down this path that if we're gonna have uh domesticated space manatees we have to have a cute farmer that take or a rancher that takes care of them Mm mm-hmm God, I like this so much. <laughs> it's very cute. Like, because, like, I I definitely wanted, like, something that was more about, like, observing and, like, getting to know something very, like, o- o- otherworldly and, like, extraterrestrial. But, like, I feel like this came out, like, we're not done with it, obviously, but, like, this is coming out, like, way, like, way better than I was anticipating. I'm very, I'm very happy we had a little bit of time to think on this one. <laughs> Um, oh, okay, so I guess also, like, kind of drawing more inspiration from Chibi-Robos, um, does our main character have the ability to, like, dress up or get different bits of equipment? Um, I don't think so. I think they just have a little postman hat. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you can unlock more hats by completing, like, different parts of other stories. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's that's the that's the gimmick is like hat hat upgrades or not upgrades, but like you know, uh, unlocking different hats for your character. All right. Um. All right. What else do we need to figure out? Because we've got twenty minutes left. I guess we could, if we really wanted to, we could do names of any of the NPCs. Uh, we could name at least the species. So I feel like that's something we probably want for like the title, maybe. If or, not, or like the name of the planet or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like what is the like terrain and geography like? You know, I'm not sure. Because like my brain was just thinking like very like, you know traditional like 
woods and well there's like woods next to the village but then it's like you know uh you know just normal temperate grassy you know whatever but we have a lot of like room to play with those what if it's like a more of like a fungal forest Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and okay i love a, i love a good mushroom forest I feel like that's one of the reasons why I'm so sad that I don't like Morrowind, or I don't like playing Morrowind, is Morrowind has a lot of, like, just good fungal imagery. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that, like, instead of, like, bright green grass, I think it's, like, maybe a little bit more towards, like, the cyan side of green. Mm, or, like a, like, a sea green teal type color. Yeah, yeah. Just to, like, really, just, like, be like, this is not a place that you are familiar with. This is, this is, this is out of this world, literally. <laughs> hmm. I also imagine instead of it being, like, blades of grass, it's a lot more stringy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, uh, who knows if that's an intentional design choice or just a peculiarity of the graphics engine. Yeah, who could say, really? Who could really say? <laughs> I think the water is, uh, I guess there isn't going to be like, or I guess, is there like a, like a lake or could a be, river? Yeah. I mean, if you're doing livestock, you usually have a source of water. Mm. Might as well just give them a pond. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the, like the space manatees like aren't aquatic, but they, they do like to go for a dip every now and again. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of them gets in the pond, like a river from the pond goes through like a local park. And so just one of them ends up in the park. (laughs) You have to uh, use uh, like food to lure it back to the the farmer. You get a hat that looks like grass. (laughs) That's that's very cute. And And whenever you wear the hat, the manatees just sort of flock to you. Mm-hmm. And then when they get to you, they just give you kisses. You start noshing on your head. Mm-hmm. I think that's all I got. I think that's that's... I think it's less of a propeller propelling this thing and more of like one of those um, those things like in the Jetsons where it's just a series of rings coming off the bottom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe the, the main character has like more like leaning more into like that. Uh, what is that? The retro futuristic style. Mm-hmm. What is the name of our main character? Uh, you decide at the beginning, because you're an AI okay. and you're remembering who you are. Okay. Could be anything. The game, uh, makes a different sound when you confirm the name Chibi or Chibo. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll let you do it, but you get, like, a cute little, like, jingle, extra jingle if you, you name the character something like that. Yeah. It's like the opposite of uh, 
if you try to name the main character of Chrono Cross Chrono, it like won't let you do it. It like gives you this uh uh sound. <laughs> mm. Just like Undertale. <laughs> Um, we need a name for the game. Hmm. I like the idea of not having a name of the planet or the people. I think that's, Mm -hmm. you know... Yeah, yeah, because it's like I think it's it. It kind of makes sense. Like you, you're like walking around this place, and like they're not gonna call themselves like we are. You know the amoeboids or whatever. Like that feels very like fake and forced. Mm-hmm. Like you just refer to them as like the townspeople or whatever. Um, there's definitely like a moment at the beginning during your wake up sequence where like all of the stuff that you're getting in is gibberish to you mm-hmm. like on the screen and then uh, like between like piecing together audio and like scanning a bunch of like visuals in the in the uh, the post office you're like it pieces to the AI pieces together a translation program mm-hmm yeah yeah all right um what is the name of the game okay i am trying to think of a word so i I, i'm thinking very um like i I like that i like how like these the love to leak games have like very like iconic short names like chibi robot moon things like that like very like iconic short statement names mm-hmm. so i'm trying to think of a way to work with ai as like the title but then like the abbreviation is an artificial intelligence it's something else Um, my brain was instead thinking, uh, what if I did something with, uh, the word postman instead, but I didn't want to have man in there because, you mm. know, um, so my brain was like, what if postronaut? Postronaut? Like astronaut. Oh, that's really good. It, it fits the criteria of just being like short and iconic. And looking at it right now, it does look like something that you would call a robot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. For sure. All right. Um, anything else we would need to do with our last 11 minutes? Um, I don't have anything. All right. Let me turn off the timer, and I will write this description. I'm going to refer to uh, the local postman as a local post officer. <laughs> Mmm. Very good gender ne- gender neutral solution for that. Alright, I feel like I sh- do I need to add more? I, I, I like that I've been moving on to shorter things, but it does um 
you know, lose some of the, uh, some of the smaller details we come up with. Right. I feel like this is enough to remind us of what we did, um, Mm -hmm. in the future. And I like it as, because it also is just a brief description, which is what the the title of the, uh, of the column is. Right, right. I think that looks good to me. All right. I think we'll remember that space manatees are in this game. Mm-hmm. Well, we can just assume anytime we make a space game, there's probably space manatees involved somehow. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, so we got Postronaut. An interstellar research drone crash lands on an alien world and forgets some of its directives. It is found and repaired by a local post officer to use to help deliver mail in the small town they live in. The robot goes about delivering mail and learning about the social rules and day-to-day lives of the alien inhabitants. A cute, non-violent slice-of-life game with a second screen for mapping and journaling. Awesome. Alright. So, I guess it's time for plugs. Mm-hmm. So you can find the show on Twitter at RNGGCast, and you can send us emails to RNGGCast, or, sorry, RNGGPodcast at gmail.com crash i am on twitter at crushing loose 14 you can find me there talking about final fantasy 14 and uh other fun weird things uh where are you online cassidy you can find me online at mad lobotanist that's m-a-d-l-o-b-o-t-a-n-i-s-t and you can find all of the podcasts and shows that i've guested on over at madlobotanist.neocities.org and that's Madlobotanist, like the Twitter handle, .neocities.org. Awesome. It's time for random number generation. Da, 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 da. So we're going to start with on a 1 to 6. We got a 1. There's just a genre. Genre. What's genre number 11? horror just a horror game just a straight horror game all right so we'll figure that out next time Mm -hmm. um but until then good luck have fun